Hello and welcome again to another episode of Five Plain Questions, a podcast that proposes five questions to Native American artists, creators, musicians, writers, movers and shakers, and culture bearers, people in the community that are doing great things for their communities. I'm Joe Williams, your host for this conversation. I'm director of CANA, the Native American programs at the Plains Art Museum. My goal is to showcase these amazing people in our Native American community from around the region and country. I want to introduce you to Mariah Cooper, a citizen of the Lakutere Oreya Band of Lake Superior Chippewa Indians, and is a fourth-year student at the University of North Dakota School of Medicine. She is also enrolled in the InMed program, the Indians in Medicine. What makes Mariah so interesting is, of course, her story and her journey to get into medical school, but to me, she has a surprising backstory that fits perfectly into what makes this series so interesting. So let's jump into this interview with Mariah. Mariah, thank you for joining us at Five Plain Questions. Uh, let's just jump into it here. Uh, can you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background and where you're from? Oh, yeah, I can sure do that. Buju, uh, good evening. Mariah Cooper, Indigenous Ganashi Mung, Wabazikwe, Indigo, Jibwe Mung, Dawazaiganin, Indayan. Good afternoon, good evening. My name is Mariah Star Cooper. My Ojibwe name is Wabazikwe. Uh, I'm from the, I was born and raised at the Lukure Ojibwe Reservation from Hayward, Wisconsin. Um, the daughter of Nancy and Dale Cooper. Uh, that's a little bit about me. As for my kind of educational background, I graduated from Lukure Ojibwe High School and went to university at University of Wisconsin, River Falls, where I got my Bachelor of Science in Biology with an emphasis in Biomedical Sciences. And then I went into medical school from there at University of, Wisconsin, uh, University of North Dakota School of Medicine and Health Sciences in Grand Forks, North Dakota. What drew you to the... University of North Dakota and the InMed program? I think definitely with the InMed program was a big part playing into what brought me to North Dakota. Um, my mom actually was a principal. She's a, um, and she spent different parts of her life out in South Dakota and North Dakota as a principal at different reservation schools. So I don't remember living those places, but when I was very itty bitty, we did. And just hearing her stories of it, um, kind of interesting life path. This is a little bit separate. Um, during my college years, I've always been interested in anthropology and ethnography. I had the opportunity to work at the um, American Indian Museum in Washington, DC, as part of the Smithsonian, and an internship working in conservation. So that's the care of objects and um, different materials such as paper or clothing or art objects, religious objects, things that are associated with the museum, helping care for them culturally and respectfully as they are housed at the museum or returning items to different communities where that they belong. 
And while I was working there for that summer in DC, uh, I got to work on some some Lakota war shirts, Lakota, Dakota, Nakota war shirts that had been worn possibly at um, the Battle of Little Bighorn as part of their display that they have now. And it's I'm just saying this because this takes me back. I didn't really recognize the connection at the time. This more or less was pointed out by my dad that, you know, I was working on restoring, restoring these objects, restoring the quills, like studying the natural dyes that had been used to dye the quills and all the love and tenderness that had been put into making these objects and caring for these things. And that I'm actually going out to North Dakota now and learning medicine to hopefully one day take care of possibly even the descendants of people that wore those shirts. I mean, that's, I don't know necessarily why that <laughs> relates to the InMed program, but it just made me think of that. Um, the InMed program, I think I was one of those students that did need support. No one in my family had ever gone into medicine. I'm actually the first person. Nobody had ever gone into things like science. And so I had no guiding force necessarily teaching me from little on what I needed to do to go to medical school. I was learning it all on the fly, as you could say. Um, so I, I think InMed was a very good support system, especially in the first two years of medical school and helping me understand the process of applying, helping me um, understand what parts of my application I need to work on. Um, and have, helping me access materials like money for books or pointing me in the right direction of asking for assistance with like um, guides to how, to how to write a personal statement or how to just as guidance throughout medical school and still kind of utilizing those sources even now, even though I'm in a different part of the state. No, that, that's fascinating that you were at uh, the Museum of the American Indian, uh, the National Museum of the American Indian with, with the Smithsonian. Um, I'm a little jealous that you interned there. <laughs> what was, um, just stepping back a little bit, uh, what, what drew you into medicine? I had never really considered medicine as a career, something I had pursuits in. I actually had a... Um, I've had, you know, as most people that grow up on a reservation, you have experiences with Indian Health Service, whether that be good or bad is upon the individual. And I never had, a, there were very few doctors, maybe five to care for the entire thousands and thousands of people on the reservation. And so just having that health disparity, knowing that um, in an emergency, you're going to have to travel maybe three or four hours to get assistance. Um, so kind of why I wanted to get into medicine. I actually had an accident when I was a teenager, and I ended up ripping open part of my leg 
and we called the first responders on the reservation and it some of my mom she had trained to become a nurse hadn't completed nursing school completed a few semesters but she and my dad were able to do a little bit of first respond on me helping put the skin back together because I was profusely bleeding and take me in from there having to do that and even though I was at an IHS facility realizing that you know they were able to stitch me up and care for me there and help monitor me while I got better but that you know it could have been much worse there are definitely needed physicians and I had never considered going into medicine before until I saw the doctor there stitch up my leg and I was looking at all of the tendons in my knee and looking at the patella and it was just a very unique experience. I wasn't afraid even though I'd lost a little bit of blood. It was it was very interesting to me and that's when I was like, well how you know, how do you get to do something like this? How did you get down this path? And he took the time you know, I had to come back in for more appointments, but to teach me about um, possibly going, uh, beginning the steps to medical school. I had that accident when I was 15. So a little bit starting early, knowing what to do, but I guess part of that experience and then also growing up on the reservation and seeing the need and experiencing it as an IHS patient Part of that has culminated into leading me down this path of going where I am. In your experience, uh, what have been some of the, the larger influences? I would say definitely out of people, my mother and my father, my aunt and my uncle. Um, just getting, seeing how hard that they would work to take care of me and to take care of our extended family. Part of those things are what keeps me going and keeps me inspired that that love and that closeness and the, you take care of one another. What have you learned about yourself through med school? I guess that even though you think you aren't as strong as, you know, you don't think you're as strong, but when you're actually tested, you're much stronger than you believe. You can get through a lot of situations with determination and hard work and just continued um, You know, one day might not be as great as the next, but it's how you continue to get up and keep going you keep going to work, you keep learning new things, you keep trying. Every day is a learning experience. So don't, even though it may be like, oh, I've got this whole clinic thing done, it's going to be easy breezy. There's always something new to learn from each experience. Um, learning about myself is just part of that, especially because I'm a young person going to medical school or relatively young person going to medical school. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think you're really fully fully developed until you get to experience a little bit more of life. <laughs> I feel like I went straight from undergrad into medical school 
So I'm still learning about myself along the way. Can you talk a little bit about your med school experience? Uh, you know, something coming from the reservation um, and uh, experiencing sort of this this different level of academic learning? I think a lot of it is, you know, you could be the smartest person in the room, but you still have to study and you have to put the time in. I'm definitely not the smartest person in the room, but... Uh, I realize that if I keep working at it and I keep chipping away a little bit each day, that adds up over time. Um, transitioning from undergrad to medical school, um, there is a, 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 a big learning curve there. But if you keep at it and you keep doing the little things that you're supposed to do, you you meet your requirements, you're gonna get through it. It's a very tough experience, but it also is very rewarding. That's a, a sentiment I, I hear from, uh, I think your fellow in-med students, um, the the amount of work and uh, that's asked of you. Um, it's, it's not like a regular undergrad degree or even a master's degree. Uh, the, the amount of work and the level of work that's put on you and the pressure that you face. Um, it's quite substantial for sure. Yeah. I don't think you, you learn those skills over, overnight. It's not something, it's something you have to continually practice. So I think that was kind of developed in undergrad to have that hard work ethic and keep at it. There's always something more to learn and knowing when to also be kind to yourself. Mm. You're not going to know everything. And so I guess that was a, that helped me transition into medical school from undergrad. That helped me transition from high school into college was, you know, you're trying your best, do your best, but also be kind to yourself and take those breaks when you need to. Make sure you're getting rest, make sure you're eating well, take care of your mental health and your physical health. Those are all great points. Um, absolutely. Uh, what would you want to say to the 18 year old, uh, or the, the 22 year old, uh, who's finishing school or, or looking at getting into med school? Do you have any advice for them? I guess I would say, you know, everything seems impossible or everything seems like it's so far away. Um, and the journey may seem very long, long enough that you might not want to start, but as soon as you start kind of taking those steps, you never know, and you never know where it's going to take you either. But as long as you begin taking those steps and you can ask for help along the way and you have your goal in sight, just keep going towards that goal no matter how long it takes you. You're going to have setbacks, but it's about how you would you come to terms with those setbacks and don't let them hold you back. You move forward. You adapt and you change. So I guess don't lose sight of where you want to go. There are many ways to get there. It may take a, different amounts of time. And it does, you know, 
You do a disservice to yourself if you're comparing yourself to others. You really need to work at your own pace. Realize where your strengths are. And work on those. Help strengthen your weaknesses. Um, as for transitioning or looking to go forward into medical school, you know, find somebody related. You know, you can go to a university. You know, if you're going into, if you're already an undergraduate student, if you're a high school student, you can go to a guidance counselor and begin having those conversations, saying that you're interested. You know, you have this goal, but unless you voice it to other people, you might not get that help that you need or that guidance. And so when you begin to put that out into the universe and put that out just in in your own personal life, say, I am interested in becoming a medical doctor. This is where I'm at. How do I get there? People want to help you. They want to help other people achieve their dreams as well or achieve their career achieve their career goals. Um, definitely getting into health-related or health-based clubs was something that helped get me more um, understanding, like, oh, I need to really take studying seriously. I need it. These are all the prerequisite requirements to attend medical school before you can even apply. I know I'm going to have to take certain exams and I'll have to do well on those exams. So I have to keep my notes from when I study in undergrad so that I can make my own study plans. Um, and then different looking for different internships or different programs that will help you get to where you're going. You know, a lot of this information that I'm sharing can, you know, not only be applied to medicine, but also like nursing or psychology or other health-related fields and non-health-related fields. Oh, I think that's wonderful. Um, advice that I think uh, applies uh, across the spectrum of the medical field, but I think in other professions as well. Well, you've been very generous with your, with your time. Um, thank you so much for this, Mariah. Uh, do you have any, any uh, last thoughts you want to share with us before we go? Just don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to begin down a path of where you want to go. Don't be afraid of failure. Don't be afraid of setbacks. Those are set there so that we can learn from them. It's all about the comeback game. And when you finally get to where you're going, you may not remember all those setbacks, but you may have found some silver linings within them. And that does it for this episode of Five Plain Questions. I want to thank Mariah again for her time and sharing her story with us. Uh, it just goes to show the, the type of individuals that we have in this series. Um, Mariah could be a top-tier curator uh, working within arts and culture, uh, working where she worked, or she could be a top-tier medical physician. It's just um, it's so impressive uh, meeting people like her. 
and listening to their stories. Uh, so she, she fits perfectly in with this community that we have here on this podcast. So Mariah, thank you again for, for what you shared with us. It was absolutely uh, amazing listening to this. More importantly, I want to thank you for joining us and spending your time listening to what I feel is a very important story and perspective from our community. So please join us next week as we speak with, uh, in my opinion, a, a very, very important person, uh, Dr. Little Wolf. And we will we'll talk more about that next week. I'm Joe Williams. You can find me on Canna, that's C-A-N-A-A, Creativity Among Native American Artists on Facebook or at our plainsart.org website. There you can see our programming, our past videos, and these podcasts. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and other podcast platforms. Um, If you have one that you prefer to listen to and you don't see us on there, let us know. We'd like to figure out and expand what we're doing. So, uh, yeah. Um, And also, please uh, like and and share this and rate us. Um, It helps get the word out. And it's it's fun watching um, our viewership and our community grow as we're moving forward this year. I can say, um, I think with most podcasts, most programs, um, we're actually about 10 times larger than we were uh, just a few months ago. And we are just, um, the rates are going up. So that's great. Uh, So yeah, so please continue supporting us and it's it's really great it's a lot of fun if you have a suggestion for someone for me to speak with and interview please let me know on our facebook page i'd really like to hear from you so with that said you take care be safe and we will see you next week